This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Hello and welcome to Odson Champions League. We have the quarterfinals with us, so let's analyze all four games always with Alvaro Romeo and Dani Fisichella. And I want to know your opinion, so leave a comment below in the comment section and you will also have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. And do not forget, if you enjoy the video, click on the like button, subscribe to our channel and, and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And now let's go on with the show. Only eight survivors in this Champions League. We have the quarterfinals, the first leg this week. So let's analyze all four games with you guys. Hi, Alvaro. Hi, Dani. How are you? Hello, Edu. How are you? Ciao. All good. This is so, so, so exciting. There are so many games. We already know the road to the final in Istanbul. So let's analyze in depth all four games. Let's start with the games we have on Tuesday with Man City, Borussia Dortmund. In my opinion, actually, this is the fixture that is more clear. Or at least there is a favorite, a real clear favorite, Man City, I think. They should win and also the odds tell us the same, 1.44 only, the home victory and we saw it also in this weekend how Man City after the international break they were able to beat Leicester 0-2, so now it's five consecutive victories for them after the defeat in the Derby of Manchester and Dortmund lost again in the Bundesliga and then it's going to be difficult for them to qualify for the Champions League uh, with the Bundesliga. Now it's seven points away from Eintracht Frankfurt and do you see also, like I do, that Man City is really, really, really favourite here, that they should uh, win and probably even uh, finish off the game here? Absolutely. I think Man City are favorites, of course. And uh, it's, you know, it's clear that after the international break, all the big teams had problems because most of the star players play two or three games in eight in eight days. But if we look at these eight teams that are competing in the quarterfinal, perhaps Manchester City alongside Real Madrid were the ones that had less problem at the weekend and mind you Man City played Leicester City which put them under pressure but then as we know Man City almost you know they cruise into the game they just you know they find a way late and then they finish teams off so at the moment I think for Guardiola which can still win the quadruple four titles this is the moment of managing the resources and managing uh, the squad. Something that, for example, last year Liverpool under Klopp were not able to do, but yes, they achieve you know a very high uh, points in the Premier League. But maybe they could have gone for the double had they done a little bit more turnover. I think that's what Guardiola is going to do. But he's got enough strength in depth to change the formation and still get the results. However, uh, there is a bad statistic for Man City in this stage of the C competition. Out of, they lost four out of the five quarterfinal places under uh, Guardiola. They came out of the quarterfinals in the last three uh, competition, but they also kept three clean sheets in the last four games. So, you know, the recent stats speak highly for Manchester City. Uh, Borussia Dortmund in Champions League unbeaten in seven since losing to Lazio. 
but they do concede a lot of goals. That's the that's the main issue. We know that they can score because you know they got Haaland, but not only up front. In fact, they are the second best joint attack in the Bundesliga, but the seventh defense. I think with this number, traveling to the Etihad is going to be difficult. Manchester City to win the first half, 2.05. You see also clear, Alvaro, because on one hand, for sure, we know that Man City is a better team overall than Borussia Dortmund. They are showing it this season. But in Europe, Borussia Dortmund have uh, done better things than uh, Man City, despite all the money spent in recent years for the citizens. So that could be also something that the German side no, can grab and think, OK, we can be optimistic. We know how to do it in Europe. I think so, yeah. Uh, but I believe that Manchester City must have learned from their previous mistakes. As Daniele was saying, they have been knocked out in the quarterfinals for a number of years now. And I think that they know uh, how to deal with that. In fact, I think that the, the game against uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach uh, away in the first leg of the last 16 round was a, a good laboratory for Manchester City to train a little bit um, a scenario against a team that is very good on the break, like Borussia Dortmund. I think the game against Leicester was a very good laboratory as well for that, because Jamie Vardy and Nacho uh, did barely uh, touch the ball against Manchester City the other day, uh, who by the way played with uh, uh, two holding midfielders like Rodri and Fernandinho. I don't think that this is going to be the case against Dortmund, but I do believe that Manchester City will make sure that they have the control of the game. I was uh, looking at the tactical lineup of Manchester City against Gladbach away in the first leg of the Champions League, and uh, basically they decided to relinquish to the width and uh, be very strong in the middle, uh, which tells you that probably they want to uh, stop uh, or abort any possibility of counter-attack, especially when they lose the ball um, in possession. I think that this uh, moment of the season is fantastic for Manchester City. They have uh, won 26 out of the last 27 games. Uh, that speaks alone. Uh, that basically is going to give them the Premier League sooner than later. They only need 11 points uh, to win it. I think that um, they don't have any players in the sidelines. Even Nathan Ake is ready. Uh, he's not going to play, but that tells you that uh, Pep Guardiola has many varieties. As, as Daniel said, I mean, this is the time for Pep, Guard for Pep Guardiola to use his resources. So yeah, he is a privileged man right now. Uh, I think that uh, Borussia, Borussia Dortmund uh, are, are, are in big trouble now. They are seven points off the Champions League. The other day, Haaland. Uh, had a couple of sitters almost, uh, he missed them as well, so he didn't score, score with Norway, he didn't score with Dortmund the other day. Uh, probably some will say, well, it's time for Haaland to score, because normally he scores very often. But I, I believe that they are they are suffering a lot from uh, misses, like for example, players like Witzel, who are out. The other day, I think that uh, Philip Kostic uh, from Frankfurt uh, was basically finding uh, corridors in the middle, uh, places where Witzel probably will have stopped player like Kostic, you know. Uh, I think that the possible absent, absence of uh, Jadon Sancho, who is doubtful for the game, uh, will be a big miss for Dortmund as well. So I don't give chances for Dortmund in this tire. I mean, there is a double chance in there that if you really think that Dortmund can win it, well, it's a very generous one, okay, because it pays 320. But uh, my bet is going to be this one. A win to nil for Manchester City, because I think that they are capable of getting a clean sheet and they will certainly score. A win to nil for Manchester City pays 250. And let's not forget that City has conceded only one goal in eight Champions League appearances this season. So the win to nil is my favorite here. And then there is another one that I will keep for the ACA, 
but you can use it alone as well. Titi to win the first half. That is very good too. That pays 190. We also have to say one thing um, about Dortmund. It's been like a couple of weeks that the more we hear about Dortmund is about who's staying, who's leaving, and we don't talk about much about the results on the pitch. That could be really detrimental for uh, the season. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's like Aldo said. Yeah, we're hearing more about uh, Mino Raiola or the yes. Pauper. They stay from the fourth spot in the Bundesliga. The more rumors there are, of course, of the stars uh, leaving the club. So Man City's huge, huge favorite again. And even uh, going for the totals market is not a good idea, in my opinion. The bookies expect uh, a lot of goals. So it's paid very little. Uh, over three goals, for instance, we only find odds 1.91. So seeing how Man City also, they kept uh, clean sheets in their last uh, four games. Alvaro gave that suggestion as well. Man City to win 2 nil. So this is the most clear one, in my opinion. The next one is... Uh, well, more difficult. What can I say about the, the next one? Real Madrid, Liverpool. And I'm surprised to see the odds here favorable only for the game played in Madrid, in Valdebebas, to Liverpool. The, it's uh, 2.7, the victory of the Reds. 2.8, the victory of Real Madrid. And as Dani was saying, Real Madrid uh, won comfortably. In La Liga 2-0, we know that this is a team that they are not thrashing any team in this season, but they kept a clean sheet after some weeks uh, conceding. We have to know that uh, Ramos is out, but Cross will be back. Uh, Benzema still scoring. Asensio is playing finally better. And I think this uh, tie arrives in the best moment of the season for Real Madrid and Alvaro. Liverpool also are looking way better than uh, one month ago. They thrashed Arsenal on the road. So now three straight victories for them without conceding. How you see this uh, game that we all know, this is the vendetta maybe for the final loss at Kiev by Liverpool with the goalkeeper as a big protagonist and Gareth Bale as well. Carius. Yeah, and a vendetta for Mohamed Salah too. Uh, Edu, uh, I will give you a short answer to your question. I think that this is very difficult for Liverpool, this is very difficult for Real Madrid, and this is very difficult for us as well. Because I believe that the bookmakers here, they haven't made it easy because they understand that this game is so, uh, it's going to be so tight and so nail-beating. Look, uh, I've got mixed feelings with Real Madrid always, always. And you know, you know why, because I support Athletic Club Bilbao and all that. But I have to say that I admire them. I admire Real Madrid, seriously, because uh, this season they have been terrible at times. But when the time comes, they always do the job. And this is something that Real Madrid uh, has been doing for years and years and years. And uh, this is not exception. This time of the season is their time. Look, I think that there, are, there is a variable here that is going to play a massive part. If the game is played at Real Madrid pace, Real Madrid has a chance. If Real Madrid allows that this game accelerates too much, I think that they are going to suffer a little bit. So for this game, I think that uh, Casemiro, Toni Kroos and Luka Modric are going to be so important, pivotal for Real Madrid, because they need to keep the control of the game. Because if Liverpool runs, then Real Madrid suffers. I mean, this is something that that's going to happen. Obviously, having Karim Benzema as the only scoring source has been problematic for Real Madrid this season. Uh, let's don't forget that uh, the second best scorer at Real Madrid is very far away from Benzema's number. Uh, however, uh, there are some players that are proper agitators at Real Madrid, uh, one of them being Vinicius Jr. 
that I think that he should be so beneficial for Real Madrid in this game if he plays, because we know that he doesn't score goals, but at the same time, he can get uh, yellow cards from players like Trent Alexander-Arnold, you know, and Trent Alexander-Arnold with a yellow card won't be the same player as Trent Alexander-Arnold without a yellow card. This is probably the most important player that, player that Liverpool uh, has in, in defence right now. Uh, look, there are a couple of things that I want to mention here. I think that I, we all can expect defensive mistakes, and I tell you why. Because uh, Liverpool has probably Cava and Phillips at the back. That's not a re reliable pair uh, of defenders. And Real Madrid, uh, remember what happened against Manchester City when uh, Manchester City pressure high up. Rafael Varane made many mistakes in August. Uh, this time Sergio Ramos is out, we know that. Varane uh, and Nacho will play at the back. Well, we need the best version of Rafael Varane if Real Madrid wants to play the ball uh, in a tidy fashion from the back. So I think that there are many narratives and logics that you can find here, but there is only one that I'm going to follow for this. At the end, Real Madrid is going to get something better than Liverpool for the, from this game because they are playing at home and this game is probably going to be decided in the away game, so uh, in the second leg. So Real Madrid to score the first goal is something that I could back here, 2.0, duplicates your bet. Uh, Real Madrid winning the first half is something that I do like here a lot as well, 332 to, for, um, for your money. So I'm keeping that one, not forgetting that Liverpool has improved, not forgetting that they beat Arsenal 3-0 the other day, and not forgetting that uh, uh, Diogo Jota is going to give some trouble to Jurgen Klopp as well. Because uh, if he plays, at the minute, he looks as sharp, if not sharper, than Roberto Firmino. I think uh, the game comes in the best moment for Liverpool of the season, of a season that has been poor so far. And if you look at the last three games, the three clean sheets, it's not a coincidence that since Fabinho returned in midfield, Liverpool have kept three important clean sheets. It is important also that they kept two clean sheets against Leipzig. You know, this is a team that puts you under pressure, that creates a lot of chances. We saw at the weekend against Bayern Munich how threatening Leipzig is. And, you know, to keep two clean sheets against this team, you know, that means that things are starting improving against, uh, you know, for Klopp's men. But as Alvaro said, yes, the injuries at the back means that Liverpool have to, have to play with a pair of centre-backs that was obviously not uh, the first... Uh, uh, choice. I think um, Real Madrid, uh, I mean, the way they approached the game against Atalanta, tactically, they were spot on in both games. They shut Atalanta down and they managed to impose their own rhythm to the game, which obviously the Italian team couldn't sustain and then obviously had more experience and they managed to finish the game off. This is a different proposition. And Liverpool is a team that's won the Champions League. So, you know, they're going to pose more uh, troubles here. Um, I can see Mane and Salah space being decisive. I think uh, this is where Liverpool can exploit uh, some of the weaknesses of Real Madrid. I'm going to go for Liverpool to score first, which pays 205, which is, is an identical quote as Real Madrid score first. That tells you how difficult it is to predict. But I got another, I got another one as well, which is uh, Madrid Asian handicap zero. 202. So obviously you get your money back if they draw, you double your money if the home team wins. Mm -hmm. It's going to be very tight if we check the also the goals market, I think. Given the fact that I also agree um, it will be decided in Anfield, or this is the normal thing. If we check under 2.5 goals, we have odds 2.10 higher than over and Real Madrid is a defensive team. Maybe... Yeah. 
course not historically, but in the last two seasons, this is the way uh, Zidane is approaching the big games and is working actually. So maybe the first thing they do is trying, of course, not to concede the goals and expect um, Vinicius to create some trouble. It's uh, going to be extraordinary, I think, Real Madrid-Liverpool and as well the best one probably of uh, all four games is uh, Bayern PSG that we have on Wednesday, last year's uh, final in the Champions League. And well, Bayern, they won. Danny, you just mentioned how they beat Leipzig, wrapping up a new title for them in the Bundesliga. They did it without Lewandowski injured in this uh, international break, unfortunately. And Chupumotin was the replacement. Let's see if Flick also chooses him. Uh, on front, Chopomotin, a former PSG player, and PSG, they lost against Lille and all the way around Bayern Munich. The chances to repeat the title in France, they are not that clear, three points down. Now from Lille, so Danny, what can we expect here? Uh, I am also surprised to see Bayern Munich that that favourite, 2.10, but the thing is that Bayern Munich always delivers in the Champions League. And PSG, we saw them last year, of course, arriving to the final. This season, they kicked out Barcelona really well. But it's a team that is always tricky when it comes to European games. Yeah, I think uh, the big question mark is, uh, can Bayern do it without a man that has scored 42 goals this season and 55 last season? You know, you know it's, I mean, it's, it's a great team and the, the way they play, the coral way they play, it looks great, but you're missing the best striker in Europe at the moment in such an important game. So, yeah, the odds are quite high for Bayern Munich. Uh, they won at the weekend. They didn't deserve to win, to be fair. I think uh, they looked slow, they looked low on the pace. And at the back, the centre-backs, the center backs, Alaba and Schule, or if Boateng plays instead of Alaba, they always concede you something. They always leave some space. They're not the quickest either. And I think uh, this Bayern side is far from perfect. Probably they don't even strive to be perfect. They don't aim to be perfect. They aim to score one more at the new. But at the European stages, you know, conceding goals, especially at home, could be an issue, especially because they need to then uh, travel to Paris. Uh, they won seven in a row, Bayern, so I think the worst period of the season is being put behind when they travel for the FIFA uh, club uh, championship, but obviously this is a tough, this is not it's not like playing Lazio. I mean, obviously this is much, much difficult. And, name, and PSG have uh, beaten Barcelona and they got Neymar back for this uh, for this game um, they actually deserve to beat Lille I watched the game and they were the better team uh, Lille parked the bus they had 10 men behind the ball only had two chances and Paris Saint-Germain should have scored but there is always a little bit of nervousness with Paris Saint-Germain there is always you know you feel they are almost walking on a tightrope in fact Neymar got sent off for a scaffold after having a good game and despite that he got sent off and as you said the title it's really in danger this time for PSG who are struggling in the league they only won two of the last five there is already talks so who's 
staying, who's leaving, is Icardi leaving, is Ken leaving, you know, although I think Pochettino has improved overall the shape of the team, I think they still need another further step to establish themselves as a proper European force. This could be uh, the game for them. Usually Paris Saint-Germain play well against teams that lead them space to attack, as Barcelona did. But for this one, I still see Bayern, I think both are going to score. I don't think the tie is going to be over in the first leg. I see Bayern favorites and that doubles your money. So Bayern to win, you said 2.10. Okay, Bayern to win. Uh, for sure, we can expect uh, a lot of goals here. I would be very surprised actually if we don't see them. Alvaro, you also give uh, Bayern Munich uh, did, uh, this favorite odds or on the other hand, because actually it's quite appealing to back uh, PSG in this case, and they surprised us also when they faced Barcelona. You also think Pochettino's men can surprise us at the Alliance. They have a chance, but I'm going for Bayern as well as Daniele. Uh, I think that uh, it's very funny what Daniele said because uh, I agree with him. I mean, when uh, PSG is losing in France, uh, they get even a little bit hysterical during the game, you know, because they are supposed to win it so easily that when they don't do it, uh, it's just uh, they, they lose a little bit of control and uh, the press gets very dramatic about the defeat in the league. And, uh, but it shouldn't be like that. It should be like that for Bayern, in fact, because Bayern has been winning every league since 2013. At least PSG lost one league to Monaco in 2017. But that's the way it goes. I think that Bayern never gets hysterical when they are losing in the Bundesliga, uh, never gets nervous. And that's the reason why they cruise through every single season. Look, I think that uh, as I said before, Bayern are not, are, not, are not perfect, but at the same time, they've got so much up front that uh, they they win and uh, many times they hammer, they end up hammering you. Uh, this weekend, they effectively wrapped up the Bundesliga, which is already a joy for them. Seven points ahead of RB Leipzig at this stage in April. Uh, do you think that Leipzig is going to cut that difference? I don't think so. Look, Lewandowski is not playing, that's right. I think that Hansi Flick uh, will prefer to play with uh, it's a reference number nine anyway, so I can expect Chupo Moting starting in this game uh, because uh, that makes Bayern uh, uh, the most possible similar team to uh, what they got when Lewandowski is on the pitch. Uh, they've got endless options up front as well. Serge Nabri can be there, uh, Sané. Uh, let's see if Douglas Costa can be back for this game. But anyway, uh, there are a couple of uh, absentees, but we knew about them apart from Lewandowski, Tolisso, is out, fine. Well, uh, that happens, you know. I think that Bayern won't be missing that player too much. Uh, PSG, they lost to Lille, as Daniel said. Uh, Bernat is going to be out. I think that Verratti is out uh, for COVID-19. And, uh, you know, if any player can keep control of the game for PSG and uh, Verratti is a top competitor, uh, that is the Italian player. So him not playing this game, that's going to affect uh, PSG quite a lot, I think, because uh, then the manager, Pochettino, doesn't trust uh, midfielders like Ander Herrera, for example, you know, who could replicate a little bit what Ferrati does. So I'm going for the following. I think that the, the bookies have so much trust in, on Bayern that the first half, second half market, uh, a home to home, a home and home, baseless than a draw and home, which tells you that they expect Bayern to win both halves easily. Uh, so I'm going to back that one, for example, a home and home for Bayern uh, in this game that uh, multiplies by three, your bet gives you three. Uh, an Asian handicap of minus one for Bayern, this is my favorite, that pays 266. And if you want easy money, quick money, just go for this one. If you are going to bet more than one, for example, both teams to score, 
that pace 152. Let's don't forget that Bayern has uh, scored in the last 62 games in a row. So that tells you that at least Bayern is going to score. And Neymar and Mbappé, I expect them to, to back one goal, at least between them. So both teams to score is something very nice. Mm -hmm. Last time they played in Munich was in 2017, and Bayern won 3-1. Uh, so all your bets, uh, Alvaro, would be correct if the scoreline is exactly the same. Bayern uh, favorite, of course, for the first leg. And we expect many, many goals here in Bayern PSG. Probably we should expect the opposite in the last one. Porto Chelsea. I'm also, this is a really, really interesting one. We saw Porto kicking out uh, Juventus with that two goals scored by Sergio Oliveira. They were very strong at Dodragao. Unfortunately for them, this game will be played in uh, Seville, which probably is a huge uh, bluff for them. It's, it's a pity that they cannot play in their stadium. And Chelsea, they were rock solid with uh, since Tuchel um, got to the job at this weekend. I don't know what happened to them, but they lost 2-5 with West Bromwich Albion, one of the worst teams in the Premier League. But we saw them how comfortably they kicked out uh, Atletico de Madrid without conceding a single goal. And Alvaro checking the odds. I'm so surprised and I really like to back Porto actually for this game. Ah, I'm going, I'm going to go for the opposite this time. I'm sorry, Edu. Uh, but you know, discrepancy is good. Uh, it's good. It's good for the audience as well. So I, I'm going to back Chelsea to win away this time. Uh, that pays 190. And uh, even an Asian handicap of minus one for Chelsea was one of my preferred choices, 280. And I am totally aware that Porto has been good in the Champions League. I still believe that uh, Juventus uh, shot themselves in their foot uh, with the mistake of Betancourt, uh, in Dragao, in the first leg, uh, then uh, making a number of mistakes in the second half against Porto too, with Cristiano Ronaldo turning his back uh, on a free kick. I like Porto. I think that they have been very competitive in this championship. In fact, uh, they have gotten uh, some positive results against Manchester City and against Juve. But uh, maybe this is the time for Chelsea to step up after their defeat, uh, which was a warning against West Bromwich Albion, because uh, true that Thiago Silva wasn't off, uh, but at the same time, the number of uh, balls lost in the midfield against West Bromwich Albion was uh, infinite. Uh, Jorginho was terrible. And uh, I think that this game was a warning in the right time, probably, for Thomas Tuchel's side. Uh, I believe that uh, Chelsea has many options to play up front, for example, which is something very good. And I know that Timo Werner probably is not uh, in his best uh, shape, uh, neither Kai Havertz. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, the, the options are infinite. As I said before, Pulisic can play, for example, Tammy Abraham, if he happens to be ready for the game too. Uh, and I think that this is a matter of who's got a better squad. And uh, this time, that's why I think Porto's spell at the Champions League is going to finish here. Uh, I know that they are improved. Uh, they have uh, suffered only two defeats in the Champions League, which is great. And Pepe is fit again. He missed the international break, but he is fit again, and that is uh, crucial for Porto. Uh, Pepe was fantastic against Juve. I know all those variables, but I'm going to backwards step before Chelsea to win away. I love it. And um, the Asian handicap of minus one for Chelsea, 280. That's something that I will be backing as well. I'm sorry, Eduardo. This is a, probably one of the clashes between the two most organized teams 
at this stage. Um, defensively, especially, I Porto were really uh, tight, were really organized, and you know, you only noticed that Juventus were playing against a man when uh, Taremi got sent off all in the last 15 minutes of the game. So uh, really, Porto uh, kept it really, really well in the pitch when they played in Turin. Uh, I mentioned Taremi, the Iranian, is going to be missing this game because of the red card that he picked up at uh, Juventus Stadium. And I think this is a big miss because he scored 15 goals this season, uh, the second best goal scorer behind Oliveira. I think that's going to be an issue for a team that, as we said, they don't score loads of goals, but they can keep it uh, tight at the back. You know, usually Porto falls in the quarterfinals since 2004, since they won, since they won the uh, historic Champions League with Mourinho. Uh, they only won one of the six of quarterfinal games uh, they played. So probably this is could be uh, their limits. Chelsea, I think. Uh, the defeat against West Bromwich is a classic bump in the road, is a classic blip. Again, international break doesn't help sometimes certain teams. And we have to remember that before West Bromwich, they kept seven clean sheets in the last eight. They kept clean sheet against Atletico twice, against Man United, against Leeds, against Liverpool and against Everton. Now, I think all the, th all the teams that I mentioned, they are better than Porto. So, if Chelsea have done it against these teams, I think they can be confident to do it again against Porto, which, as Edu said, also played in Seville. So this is a, a little disadvantage for a team uh, like uh, them. I'm going to go for Chelsea to win the first half, 260. But I'm sure there are not going to be many goals, and you'll see it in my act. Mm -hmm. They played eight times in the Champions League and the head-to-head -head, uh, is for Chelsea, five victories for Chelsea, one draw and two victories for Porto. So you both think that Chelsea is uh, going to get a good result in Seville. Before we go for the ACA, just quickly, uh, do you can you give me your names for the semifinals, your semifinalists? Before the you first. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Daniele. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm going for Manchester City. Sadly for you, Eduardo, I'm going for Liverpool, Bayern Munich and Chelsea. Manchester City, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, Chelsea. Okay, hopefully Dani is right. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see your... That would with Manchester City, Bayern. That would be Manchester City, Bayern for me. Chelsea, Real Madrid. Whereas for Alvaro is Chelsea, Liverpool, the derby, which happened many times in the Champions League, Manchester City. I, I have to say that in all fairness, uh, I would be happy with Real Madrid going through because it's good for Spanish football to, get, to have a good coefficient and it's good for our business as well, Eduardo. I mean, uh, you know, we need at least a Spanish team just staying until the end. Yeah, so hopefully Real Madrid will do it, but... Uh, oh. I got a bad feeling about it. I, I, I am optimistic. <laughs> okay. Daniel, let's uh, see your academy for these four. Okay. Obviously, the four games, the odds are not exaggerated high, but, you know, money is money. And Manchester City has an handicap minus one. Real Madrid and Liverpool both to score. Bayern Munich to take the lead. And Porto Chelsea under 2.5 goals. Total odds, 7 points. 82. Okay, 7.82. Uh, Alvaro, yours? Yeah, it could be Manchester City to win the first half, 
both teams to score in the Real Madrid Liverpool game, uh, an Asian handicap of minus one for Bayern against PSG, and Chelsea to win away. That will get you 16 0 3. Adventurous always, Alvaro. Then, well, let's enjoy this first leg of the Champions League quarterfinals. We are really excited always about the Champions League. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye -bye. Take care, guys. A pleasure. We discussed all four games. You have uh, two ACAs. Let me know what you think in the comment section. You will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. And if you enjoy the show, do not forget to click on the like button, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. If you prefer, also you can listen to all our videos in our podcast. And next week, we will be back with the second leg of the quarterfinals in this amazing Champions League.